A decision is a process. It is not a moment. And that's really a huge realization that has been very freeing for me that I had to really learn to embody, not just understand. So making a decision, you know, today you could make a decision and tomorrow you could make a different decision. Welcome to Deep Within. On this show, we dive deep into the nervous system, emotional healing, and transformation from within the body. When I started my personal development journey, it was all in the mind, doing affirmations, visualizations, listening to endless motivational videos. And I found that this approach without actually getting my body on board only left me in deeper shame and distress. So this is actually how I discovered somatic body-based healing. My name is Marina Yanai Triner, and I am the Compassionate Somatic Coach. I am gentle, sensitive, and I love deep conversations. I am so, so, so excited and so glad you're here so we can feel like we're together in our own little bubble of deep talks. My question today is, is it intuition or is it trauma? And this is a question that I know so many of you are wondering, and so many of you ask me all the time, like probably every single week I get one of these questions. And I'm really excited to answer this question because I struggle with it too, all the time. And when I really sit back and reflect for a moment on why it's even a struggle, so much wisdom comes up for me that I want to implement in my own life and I want you to implement as well. So here's the first thing. The reason that you're asking this question is because you probably encounter situations where you need to make a really important decision and you're really triggered in the situation. So it's usually not, we're not talking about you know, daily little decisions, because maybe you struggle with that too. And that's like a whole separate topic of why we generally struggle with making decisions. But this one is more about like, if you're struggling with a big decision and you feel really triggered and every part of your body is like, do X, Y, Z, but then you know at the same time, well, I'm really triggered. So like, am I just anxious? Am I acting out of trauma? Which is in this case, a very similar thing because when we have trauma, we perceive a situation as dangerous and we perceive it as fight or flight, which is where our anxiety kicks in. And so am I operating out of that or is this really what I want? So I get it. It's a very, very tricky. And Another part of this is when you start to drive yourself insane with thoughts about the other person or the situation. Like, is the other person bad or wrong in a relationship? It could be a friend, it could be a romantic partner, it could be a coworker, your boss, whatever. Um, or am I wrong? The first thing to notice is that you're looking at it very black and white. And I do this too, so you're not alone. And where it comes up for me so much is with my partner because I have had a lot of attachment trauma. And, you know, I'm going to have to do like a whole episode on, on attachment. But when we've had attachment trauma, meaning different 
traumas in our very, very early relationships with our caregivers. When we were babies, when we were children, we might not even remember. It's very delicate, very nuanced. It may be not even seem, you know, significant to you when you think about it. That really affects how we show up in relationship and we bring a lot of baggage and trauma into it. And so that trauma tries to take over when we're trying to make decisions. So this is what is going to come up for you in that moment. And you're going to be so confused, right? So here's kind of like the first sign for you that you should pause and not make a decision, which is confusion. You're in your head and you keep thinking and thinking and thinking. So one of the biggest skills that I eventually finally was able to uh, create in myself to cultivate is the ability to not make decisions when I am confused. I just make myself pause and do other things, but not make a decision because confusion and being in our heads is actually a coping mechanism to trauma coming up, to anxiety coming up. So it is not the time to use our brain. It's actually time to get into the body. So a few kind of general tips that I have for you around all of this stuff is first of all, connect to your body you know, really take a moment and connect to your body. And that means learning to listen to your sensations and your emotions and to be gentle and present and non-judgmental towards them. So basically to observe them, really learn to observe the sensations and the emotions in your body and their texture and their color and how they feel in your body and then to express them in your own space. So check out my other podcast episodes. If you are not sure what this means, check out my free masterclass. It's going to be linked here. Check out my incredible five-month healing journey, which is a group program called Heal Flow. And it starts in February, and it is completely life-changing. If this is something you struggle with, if you don't know how to observe your emotions, your sensations, how to express them, This is the program for you, absolutely. And so this is the first step, right? And then through that process of learning to connect to your body, you're going to start to learn the simple thing. And the thing is, it, it sounds simple, and I know it's like so much more complicated when you actually have to do this in real time. So just remember that it takes a lot of practice. And this thing is how intuition versus anxiety slash trauma feel in your body. So this is the way to know the difference. It is not by the words. It is not by, you know, anything else. It's literally by how they feel in your body. So intuition can be very sad. It can be painful. It can be frustrating. It can, you know, it can come with a lot of emotions. It it does have quality to it and charge to it, emotional charge. But it is very light, very certain, very present. So when you have an intuitive decision, feeling, thought, whatever it may be, you can be fully present in your body. There might be a quality of relief to it. There might not though. But you really are present in your body and you feel feel very certain about it you feel very present with it, it feels right. 
There is no confusion. There is no madness, you know? Even if this decision that comes from your intuition feels really sad or feels uh, frustrating, it feels right in your body. And no one can tell you what that means. I can't tell you what it means. It's something you have to feel. So it's something that you practice all the time. You know, when you suddenly have an intuitive decision, it might be, I want to eat this and this thing. I don't want to eat that thing. I want you to actually like pause and notice, oh, this is what my intuition feels like. And start with really simple things. Don't go into something really intense like, should I break up with this guy or not? Should I date this guy? You know, whatever. Should I move countries? Like start with something really simple and start to observe how this feels in your body. So that's intuition. And then trauma and triggers and anxiety feel really chaotic and intense and confusing and polarizing, like so much is going on at the same time. You cannot be present with it. You cannot be present with your body. You're not, you know, this peaceful being. You're just all over the place, right? So that is kind of how it feels. So start to notice that state. I'm sure that you encounter this state very often. And start to really ground into your body what it feels like so that next time you need to make a big decision, you know what it feels like and you don't force yourself to sit there and decide. And what should you do instead? This is the big question. This is a great question. Instead, you should regulate your nervous system. Because once you regulate your nervous system, even if this is a really hard decision, even if this decision comes with a lot of agony and sadness and whatever other emotions, it will become clear to you because you will have access to your presence and to your mind. And to do that, there are so many different practices. So definitely check out, again, the masterclass below and also my Heal Flow program. And also, if you want an even more kind of deep I mean heel flow is freaking deep don't get me wrong but I think in-person stuff is just so powerful and I am hosting a beautiful magnificent five-day retreat in Costa Rica so check that out as well so this is the process right we notice what is the quality of our energy is the quality really chaotic and intense and all over the place or is the quality grounded and present even if it has some emotion attached to it And from that space, we can really know, we can really know if it is time to make a decision or if it is time to invest this moment in grounding ourselves and becoming present with our bodies instead. And I want you to also know that those moments when you need to make a decision and you feel really triggered and you're like in your trauma, that's probably because there's a lot of trauma involved in that decision and there's a lot of trauma involved in that situation so it is being awakened and that's not a bad thing it's an opportunity to work through it every time a little more i can tell you that honestly my biggest 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 trigger is abandonment and i discovered that believe it or not in the last i would say like i don't know 7 years i never realized it before and there's so many layers to it there's so many layers to my trigger of abandonment um some of it is from my story of how i was born and the fact that my mom was supposed to have an abortion and was literally about to abort me um my grandmother's life story as well 
I mean, so many layers, like friendships in my life, just so, so, so many things, relationships, romantic relationships, so many freaking layers. So this is not something that I'm going to solve with one session of anything, right? It's, it's a layered thing and it, it gets better with time. And I noticed this actually through my business, through having clients say no to me. It would trigger me so bad to the point where I literally couldn't function for days after each one of those. And over time, as I dealt with this experience and used the tools, right? It's not just exposure therapy. That does not work. It really, truly doesn't. It can actually re-traumatize us. I just dealt with it over and over and over again. And over time, I learned how to regulate myself even though it's still painful I have the tools of what to do number one and number two it is less painful so because I've used the tools so much and I've really been teaching my body that each each and every time I'm here for myself and I'm going to support myself through the experience my body knows this is painful but it's also not the end of the world so that's really really exciting that's a little tidbit for you, but the way that it shows up in relationships, you know, like friendships and my partnership, that's really tricky. That's really challenging. And so I know when I have to make a decision in that arena, I know that it's going to be fraught with trauma and I already expect that. And so if my anxiety one day tells me, leave your partner, just just do it, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait until I feel more regulated and then make a decision. So that's really what it's about. So just remember that if you're struggling with this, you are probably entering a space of intense trauma for you. And it makes sense that it's really painful. And then the other thing that I really wanted to talk about is something that I learned from my current coach, Natalie, who's amazing. Look her up at Anxious Love Coach. Uh, she is a relationship coach and she talks a lot about decisions because if you feel anxious in relationships, you constantly oscillate between, should I leave this person? Should I be with this person? And I have been with this person for a really long time, right? But those thoughts enter my mind. It doesn't mean that they are real. It doesn't mean that you know, that something's wrong. Because remember, when you feel anxiety, it's like this alarm in your body that is saying something is wrong. I have to run away. I have to do something. But we are acting out of trauma. So we're not actually facing danger, right? If you're actually facing danger, your body very clearly knows what to do to either fight or flee or freeze those are kind of or fun that's another option and so you know if there's a burglar or if there is some kind of like physical danger coming your way you kind of know what to do with emotional dangers it can be really tricky right it can be like a perceived thing <laughs> or it can be a real thing but when it's an emotional danger to your heart you ultimately are the one that can take care of yourself, you know, can support yourself. And I'm not talking about emotionally abusive relationships. And I also know that it can be so confusing to, to discern, like, am I in one though? I feel like I am when I'm going this nuts, you know, but then when you regulate yourself, I promise you, you'll be able to know if you are or not, if you are in an abusive relationship, if you are being manipulated, if you are, if the relationship is so toxic that you have to leave, 
In a lot of cases, relationships have toxic elements. I believe almost every relationship does. And it's just normal. It's two humans. We awaken each other's trauma and this is what happens, right? But I always ask myself a few questions and I've learned so much about this from Natalie. I'm so grateful, which is, do I have specific needs that are being met right now in the relationship, even if I'm going through a really rough time in it? And also, if I leave right now, does it feel, and this is the intuition piece, does it feel this quiet yes? You know, does it feel right? Because I have had breakups in the past that even though they were really sad, they felt right. And this is something that you can play with, like what needs of mine are being met, what needs are not. And when you ask yourself this question, make absolutely sure that you are regulated, that you are present with your body, that you can feel your body, that you're not feeling anxious, that you're feeling grounded. And you ask that question and you really look at it. Okay, which needs are not being met? They are just specific needs that are not being met. doesn't mean everything is bad. And then if I leave, does it feel right in my body? You know, again, I know it's tricky and it's something we get to practice a lot. And another piece that I really want to kind of call your attention to is this black and white nature that a lot of this stuff has, which is, you know, who's right, who's wrong? Is it anxiety? Is it trauma? Is it intuition? And most of the time, it's all of it, right? So your intuition can also say, some of my needs are not being met right now in this situation, whatever, in this circumstance, in this environment, and with this person. So that, that can be true, you know, and that's important. Like your body's telling you, even though your anxiety is telling you, leave, this is bad, I'm in danger. What your intuition is telling you is some of my needs are currently not getting met. And that's really important. Like, listen to that, really listen and start to pay attention to what needs are not being met and how can you meet them? Even if it's not in that situation, maybe you can meet them another way right? Maybe you can meet them with a friend. Maybe you can meet them with your own time with yourself, whatever it is, sexual needs, emotional needs, physical needs, whatever needs, right? So the intuition is calling your attention to something. It's not, doesn't mean that everything that your body's telling you is wrong. Everything is driven by trauma. So kind of drop that black and white thinking. And also, If it does involve another person, we often spend hours thinking, is this person right or is this person wrong? Are they bad? Am I good? Like, who's right here, right? And when you notice that black and white thinking, again, take a moment to regulate yourself because this is trauma thinking. Trauma is, part of it, is a loss of the capacity for choice. And you see, like, two choices, leave or stay. Maybe there's more. Maybe there's stay here and I also need other things so I need to get them from other places right maybe this person hurt me and also I am doing something wrong too at the same time or I could improve xyz and they could improve xyz right so start to really challenge yourself to see the nuance in life that will be life 
changing for you. That will be life changing, truly. And then the last piece for today is a decision is a process. It is not a moment. And that's really a huge realization that has been very freeing for me that I had to really learn to embody, not just understand. So making a decision, you know, today you could make a decision and tomorrow you could make a different decision. And both times are right, you know, like in in the same situation I'm talking about. Both times are right. Both times make sense. Both times are right for you because you are a human. You are constantly changing and evolving. So maybe today you decide to leave something and maybe tomorrow you realize, actually, I want to get back into that thing. Or and, and you don't actually make the decision. You just ponder the decision and you allow yourself the grace and the space to keep transforming and shifting how you feel and what you want to do. And just let yourself. It's okay. Like you are allowed to do this. You know, you are allowed to shift your opinions and make new decisions all the time about the same topic and grow and evolve and change your mind. Like really, really, really let yourself do that because it is so freeing and it's so true. We want to think black and white. We want to think that there's only one decision and I have to make this decision now and it has to look like this and like this and it has to feel like this and like this and that's just simply not true. So I would really love if you shared this episode wherever you share stuff and if you also shared what you think and what your experience has been around making decisions and also listening to your intuition versus listening to trauma and anxiety and what helps you in those really complex really 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 complex human experiences with a lot of compassion a lot of love i'm sending you this huge hug please share this episode please subscribe to the podcast please rate this podcast this has been so much fun for me to make these episodes for all of you and definitely check out our retreat as well as the heal flow program i love you so much and i will see you very soon Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. If you liked it, please make sure to leave me a review so that more beautiful humans can get to this podcast and subscribe to the show. And please do share it with a friend who would benefit. And I always love to hear from all of you on Instagram. So visit me there at marina.y.t. I share really awesome content and would love to hear your comments about the episodes. Until next time, I love you so much and I appreciate you. Have the most beautiful day.